You're listening to the Sports Moment. February 6th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Welcome to our Sports Moments and Memories podcast, and today we're going to look at some possibilities for the Otter Nordic Ski Team. First of all, they're competing today at Mount Itasca in the section meet, and that is where you get the state qualifiers. Now, the Otter Nordic Ski Team has had a great season team-wise and individual-wise, so I don't think there's any doubt that they're going to have some people and maybe even a team going to state out of this section. So we'll see how it goes. David Ronovic certainly will be headed to state if he has his normal day, and there's no reason to think he wouldn't. And the Otters have a sprint relay team on the girls' side that has had a great uh, winter as well with Cassie Wellman and, and Allie Bradenberg. So I think the Otters have some opportunities here to compete at the highest level in their sport uh, next week. We'll see how it goes at the section meet today. Conditions, very interesting this year for the Otter Nordic Ski Team and all Nordic Ski Teams across the state. There just isn't much snow and the temperatures have been so warm. Lots of dry land training. Not sure what the conditions will be. We'll get the report from Coach Scharnberg tomorrow on uh, the podcast. So good luck to the Otter Nordic Ski Team. You know, this past weekend was a good one for Caleb Froning. Now, Caleb, he was in the news last week. We talked with Adam Schlepp on the podcast about his 100th career win on the wrestling mats as a freshman. That just does not happen very often. Well, the Otters had three individuals in 7th through ninth grade compete in the 7th through ninth grade state tournament. This past Saturday in Champlin Park, they had qualified at the regional event a couple of weeks ago. Well, they competed at the state level, and Caleb Froning, a freshman for the Otters, became the first MNGWL state champion in program history last season when he won the title at 132 pounds as an eighth grader. Well, this season, Caleb becomes the first two-time MNGWL state champion in school history because as a ninth grader he claimed the 145 pound title. So pretty impressive accomplishment by Caleb Franny. Now he was not alone down there at state. There were two other otters who were involved in the state meet. Trig V. Ringdahl at 189 pounds and Nolan Field at 285 pounds. Neither of them placed in the event But as Coach John Mueller stated, qualifying for the state tournament puts Nolan and Trigvi in the top 16 out of 268 participating schools, and that is a a tremendous accomplishment. So congratulations to those three three, uh, middle school wrestlers who were involved at that state level of competition, and in particular to Caleb Froning on winning the state title at 145 pounds. 
Thursday night, the Fergus Falls girls hockey team will open up the postseason, and they've got a home game. They got the, the number one seed in their section, and they will be hosting Prairie Center on the Thursday night in the semifinals. There are only four teams in the section. So that means the Otters or anybody in that section only has to win twice to get to the state tournament out of Section 6A. And the Otters, as the number one seed, are the overwhelming favorite heading into the postseason. Prairie Center, their opponent is 5-16-2. The Otters are 13-11-1. And the other matchup between Northern Lakes, the number two seed, they are 7-17-1. And Morris Benson area, the number three seed, is 7-17. So the Otters look to have a really good path to get to the state tournament. They just have to put together two solid back-to-back games to do it. And they have a senior goalie, Anna Jerkus, who should keep them in every game they play from here as far as they go, even through the final day of the state tournament. It will be interesting to watch the progress of this team over the next couple of weeks in the postseason. You know, one of our sponsors of our podcast is the Pemberton Law Firm. You can visit the Pemberton Law Firm at one of their four convenient locations around Lakes Area in Fergus Falls, Wadena, Detroit Lakes, and Alexandria. Or you can go online and find out more about Pemberton Law at PemLaw.com. You know, Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation dating all the way back to 1883. And Donovan and Renee Rasmussen at Lake Area Docks and Lifts, uh, they've been all around the state. They were at the Minneapolis Convention Center for the boat show. They were at the Fargo Dome for the boat show. And now they're gearing up for an early spring, aren't we all? Spring and summertime fun on the water. Lake Area Docks and Lifts will take care of you, serving you from five different locations across Lakes Area. Well, tonight, the Minnesota Gophers are home again at Williams Arena. Hey, they're coming off an overtime win over Northwestern on Saturday, and they're looking for back-to-back Big Ten victories at Williams Arena, but they're playing the Michigan State team that beat them in East Lansing earlier in January, on the 18th of January. Gophers lost 76-66. Now, that win over Northwestern was the fifth Big Ten win of the season for the Gophers, who are now 5-5 five and five in Big Ten play. And that's the most wins, conference wins, in a season under head coach Ben Johnson, who is in his third season now at the helm. So that was uh, good to see. And Cam Christie has been named the Big Ten's Freshman of the Week following his performance against Northwestern. It is Christie's first Big Ten award of his career. He ranked second on the team in scoring, averaging 10.7 points, and uh, he's just having a great freshman year. And Elijah Hawkins tops the nation in assists per game at 7.8, and he ranks fifth nationally in total assists at 156, so he's been uh, outstanding for the Gophers here in the early part of the season. Tonight's game is an 8 o'clock tip-off against Michigan State at Williams Arena. 
and hopefully the Gophers can make it back-to-back Big Ten victories. And the Timberwolves are starting a five-game road trip. They'll be in Chicago tonight taking on the Chicago Bulls, and the Wolves are four-and-a-half-point favorites in that game this evening. They are tied with Oklahoma City for the best record in the Western Conference at 35-15. and 15. They lead Denver by a half game in the Northwest Division standings, and Denver and the L.A. Clippers are both a half game back when you look at the Western Conference standings. The Bulls, their opponent tonight, they are 23-27 and 27 and ninth in the Eastern Conference standings. But again, the first of five straight road games for the Wolves coming up tonight in Chicago. Now, the Wild, they've been off for over a week because of the All-Star break, and the Wild are getting ready to return to action tomorrow when they go to Chicago to take on the Blackhawks. And the Wild are right now 7th in the Central Division, and the Blackhawks are 8th. So neither one of these teams are really uh, involved in the playoff conversation right now. And for the Wild to get into that playoff conversation, they need to go on a run. I mean, a good, strong run, which we've seen them do before. Maybe not this year, but we have seen them rattle off 10 wins in 12 games. And that's kind of what they need to do right now to get back into the conversation about uh, making the playoffs. So hopefully starting tomorrow night, they can turn it around and get that done. Yesterday, Roger Goodell, who was in Las Vegas, of course, for Super Bowl 58, made his State of the NFL media address at Allegiant Stadium. One of the announcements he made was that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to play host to the NFL's first regular season game in Brazil. The Eagles, who last played an international game in 2018, will face a yet-to-be-announced opponent in Sao Paulo, Brazil, on Friday, September 6th, the day after the NFL season kicks off on Thursday night. And this will be the NFL's first Friday game on opening weekend in more than 50 years. The NFL already plays international games in England and Germany and could be targeting Spain in 2025 as owners have passed a resolution this fall compelling each team to play an international game once every four years. So uh, we'll see more international games from the NFL more than less. And how about the contract shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. signed with the Kansas City Royals? An 11-year, $288.8 million contract extension. That's going to be the centerpiece for the Royals as they attempt to build a competitive team and get a new stadium. Witt is only 23 years old. He is entering his third major league season. He was definitely one of the best players in baseball last year, and that prompted the Royals to come up with this deal that gives him superstar money and flexibility as well. The contract allows Witt to opt out after the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th years of the contract. It also includes a club option after the 11th season that would tack on three years and $89 million dollars giving it a 14-year, $377 million ceiling. So, uh, not bad for a 23-year-old entering his third year as a Major League Baseball player. His father was uh, Bobby Witt. He pitched for 16 years in the majors, and now he's the agent for his son, and uh, I think he came up with a pretty good deal for Bobby Witt Jr., 
And those of you who have cable TV and were worried about uh, Bally Sports not covering the Twins this year, well, the Diamond Sports Group, which owns Bally, the regional sports operator hoping to emerge from bankruptcy, has announced that they have reached agreements with the Minnesota Twins, Texas Rangers, and Cleveland Guardians on linear cable contracts for the 2024 season, providing temporary cost certainty for three Major League Baseball teams previously in limbo with their TV deals. Now, the deals are still pending the approval of a bankruptcy judge who is expected to rule on February 9th. Assuming the agreements are finalized, Diamond has vowed to broadcast games for the 12 Major League Baseball teams that would remain within its portfolio for the entire 2024 season, and that would include Bally Sports North and the Minnesota Twins. Hey, we're 51 days, 51 days from opening day in the Major League Baseball season. Pitchers and catchers are reporting next week. Can't wait to hear the crack of the bat and get that Major League Baseball season going. Thanks for joining us for Sports Moments and Memories on our podcast. Hope you come back tomorrow. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.